Greetings, blessings, and love. Welcome to another episode of Good Guest Mondays with me, Crystal Tomlinson. The goal is the same as it has been for years, to help you start your Monday off with the right mindset and the right tools that can help you conquer difficult circumstances, enjoy the blessings of life in a responsible and compassionate way, and to refine your perspective. One of the things I've started saying is to remind you, emphasis on mind, remind you of the beauty in the world. So positioning the mind to abundance. We know that it's important and sometimes we just need a reminder. This is a space for gladiators for champions, for people who desire more from their lives and are not afraid to show up and go and earn it. It's for the dreamers, it's for the believers, and it's also for the doers, the risk takers, those who want to be known for their bias for action and not just their desire for excellence. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And I hope this episode will be exactly what you need to power your spirit, nourish your soul, water your soil, and get you ready for the week ahead no matter what it has in store for you, Gladiator. Now, I remind you that I read at the top of each episode or new reviews. So please do take some time to write a review for our podcast so I can see it and read it. Um, And of course, give us a rating wherever you get your podcast so I know you're enjoying it and so I know that these episodes and conversations are really powering the spirit of our community. So let's jump right in to today's episode. This tip is top tier productivity um, strategy. You talk to an Olympian, they're doing the same thing. You talk to the astronaut, they had to do the same thing. You talk to the highest performer inside a corporate company, a head of an industry, an industry titan, they had to do the same things because if you don't break the goals down to know where you're headed in month one and where you're headed in week two, you'll easily get caught in the hydra of managing six and seven different important things all at once. And there's an important principle that I met while I was reading Extreme Ownership. Uh, It's a lovely book written by two former Navy SEALs. And one of the things they spoke about that, that really impressed me, because people always tease me about not being able to multitask, is this concept of being decisively engaged. When you are decisively engaged with an enemy, you can't retreat. You have to advance and you have to do the best and you have to win. So are you decisively engaged in six and seven things? The answer is no, you cannot be because where your focus is split, you can't be attacking six and seven enemies at the same time. So pick one, prioritize, tell yourself that that's a focus for month one, and then break down those actions that you're going to take every single day to reach that goal by the end of the month. Well, get decisively engaged and stop trying to Put every pot on the fire at the same time and get everything through the door at the same time and run every race at the same time. We're not built for it. And it's actually the most inefficient way to pursue the goal. So that may be causing you a sense of um, dis-ease and adding to that fear of, of being incompetent and not being able to succeed because everything isn't happening at the same time. If you find that you have overwhelmed yourself with the unreasonable expectation to get all things done Right away, I'm asking you to get decisively engaged each month with one key output. And then before you know it, that's 12 key outputs that had your absolute focus for 30 days. And and the results will show themselves and thereby build up your confidence because you have a track record of getting things done and getting them done well. 
And the second thing I want to encourage you to do is to make yourself your own measuring stick, your own yardstick. Don't look at the pace at which other people are functioning, the, the outcomes they are getting, the successes they are enjoying, and use it to judge yourself. While you may use it to create a sort of benign envy where you look at what they have and you say, boy, I would love to have that. And so I'm going to work hard at getting that by doing A, B, and C. So you use them as an indicator of what is possible, but you then come back to a position of owning your role in getting to a particular goal. It's not that it is their goal. It is a goal that you have identified as worthy and aligned to your purpose and one that you are willing to earn. You're willing to put in the sweat equity to get it done. And you use that person as a benchmark to say, what man has done, man can do. I've seen someone go to the moon and I believe I can go to the moon too. And these are the steps I'm going to take to get there. But that is much different from looking at other people's lives and saying, Oh, that looks like success. I want that because they have that. Or I must be a failure because look at what they have and people think they're successful and I have none of that, which means I am unsuccessful. So you will have to get out of the constant game of comparison and competition, not only with people who don't know that you exist, but with people who simply aren't you, they don't come to the table with the same set of skills, the same set of life experience, the kind of energy that only you have. It's your unique energy that's going to make a difference in your life and in this world. So instead of trying to become other people and setting up your life so it can mimic and mirror that of other people, get anchored in your goal, get anchored in your purpose and work through decisive engagement each and every month towards achieving those goals. I hope this talk has been helpful for you, this episode of our podcast. It's something I'm really, really passionate about and I'm challenging you right now. I actually um, saw a, 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 a video, something was shared inside our mastermind group and I said, I love that concept and I'm going to share it with my podcast community because I think it can be helpful in properly um, identifying the approach we have to take in our 30-day windows of work. So here's what you're going to do. Remember I asked you to pick something that you're going to be decisively engaged with for, for the next 30 days. At the end of the 30 days, this is the goal you want. And then you go week by week and you break down what the micro goals are. And then day by day, you put the micro steps and tasks in place to get to those weekly goals that add up to a successful month. Now your challenge is, and I hope you take me up on this challenge, is to not zero out. So when you start at day one, don't miss day two because then you're back at zero. When you get to day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six, day seven, don't miss day eight because you get back to zero. And we want you to build a momentum and a rhythm of consistency. So the challenge here is to get to the 30th power. And what does that look like? 30 days of consistent action where you don't zero out and go back to the bottom of the, 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 the scale but you continue to add one to one, one to one and show up and do the one thing every single day. Let's see if you can get to the 30th power in the next 30 days on a goal that is important 
to you. So if the feeling of incompetence is really high, if you're more sure of failure than success, I'm asking you to take the next 30 days and try a different approach. Pick one big goal, get decisively engaged and don't zero out. Get to the 30th power of action and give yourself evidence that you not only can and will, but you have done. And that is the key to building and maintaining confidence in yourself. Evidence of work. That's how you show and prove yourself to be competent. Evidence of work. Of course, we start this episode by sharing one of the reviews that we have. And this week it comes from Tavi. As she says, for a while now, I've struggled with a lot of things. Self-awareness being the most prominent thing. By listening to your podcast, I've gained clarity. Yes, substance and most of all knowledge. Thank you for providing a space of good gas and definitely keeping me fueled, fueled and ready to win. Love and light queen. Thank you so much, my sister. I really receive the blessing of your review and I take the opportunity to encourage everybody who listens to our podcast to just stop and give us a review. It is a guarantee that in a future episode, you are going to hear your review read and received with gratitude. So thank you very much, Tavi, for that review. Now to jump into uh, this episode, I want to talk to you about the, the level of confidence that you might be feeling right now. If you are feeling incompetent, we are now in May of 2021, almost halfway through the year, and almost all of us would have opened up the year with grand plans, as we always do, thinking about the goals we want to achieve and committing that, in fact, this is the year that we are getting it done. No more planning to do, no more saying we will do after the difficulty of 2020, the hard reset that many of us suffered, the setbacks that felt as though we would not survive them, but yet we turned the page into a brand new year full of new opportunities. We are not going to waste it. And now you're at me, you're looking at the goals that you would have set and you are nowhere close to achieving them. You have either taken no action at all because life has gotten in the way, because you didn't uh, anticipate the kind of effort that it would have taken you to actually achieve the goal. You didn't set up the systems. You didn't get the mentorship. You didn't get any sort of preparatory tools so that you could be equipped to step into the arena and actually fight for these dreams and these ambitions. So you're at a no action space. The gun went off and you're still standing in the, in the starter blocks. Or the second thing might be true, which is that you started, maybe started big in January and February and March and somewhere in that first quarter, maybe at the end or somewhere in the second quarter of the year, you became inconsistent. And so the compound effect that would have set in by doing the right thing at the right time, consistently, every single day, you have not been able to reap that benefit and the interest of your hard work and discipline because you weren't disciplined. You were working hard at some point, perhaps in the beginning, somewhere in the middle, but you were not disciplined enough to keep working hard and staying consistent so that you could generate the kinds of results that you want at this half mark um, of the year. That can cause us to feel a sense of incompetence where you're meeting with your friends, your family members, people in your peer group 
who are talking about and even sharing their successes online and you start to feel a level of anxiety because you had similar goals or maybe the goals were not similar but they were just as grand and important and impactful and you're seeing others make progress on theirs but you have not and that can create a sense of anxiety uh, time is running out i'm losing uh, the shot that i have i've dropped the ball and how do i pick it up and you you freeze you know, the performance anxiety can sometimes cause you to freeze and say to yourself, tell me if this is you, saying to yourself, well, let me try this next year. Maybe I set the bar too high. Maybe these goals and these ambitions are not for me. And you're saying that not because you've done deep uh, introspection and reflection on what these goals mean to you and whether they align or misalign with your purpose. You're only saying that because you've gotten to this point and you're not seeing any results. So there's probably nothing wrong with the goal. They probably are aligned with your purpose and they feed your passion and they stir your spirit uh, with a sense of, of drive and, and of readiness to act. The problem is that you are not taking action. And so no matter how you change the goals, if you're not changing the person pursuing the goals, the quality of discipline, the energy, the effort, if you don't change the person, the type of goal won't matter because you simply aren't taking action. So the anxiety you're feeling may be causing you to convince yourself that the goal isn't for you when really the lesson that you must be learning in this moment is how do I become the kind of person who would be successful in this way? So we could be freezing up and dialing it down and changing our minds about the quality of life we want to pursue. And the other thing that could be happening is that we are just building up a sense now of being incompetent and unworthy and consistently disappointing ourselves and never living up to our words and saying things that we have no intention of doing and breaking down our own sense of confidence because we have not taken action. And those two things can create a lot of disruption in your spirit because when you see others pursuing the goal, you either get really angry with yourself for being worthless or the anxiety that causes you to freeze and, and not work at all can also see you building up resentment against others as they are pursuing their goals. So we have to be so careful about the self-talk we engage in when we realize that we are stuck we either did not start when the gun went off or we got a little distracted in the middle of the race. And there are a couple of things that could be distracting you. One, because life has various magnetic forces that are pulling against us. And the main three, the third being the one that you actually want to pull you, but the main three are either your past, the magnet or the magnetic pull of your past, the things that you have done wrong, the things that you had failed to do, the things that you had failed at, what persons told you you could achieve and what you were worth and what you deserved. And those tapes are probably playing back in your head right now. And that magnetic pull of the past is trying to bring you back into that space of unworthiness where you weren't setting big goals to begin with because that's not something you can achieve. So we have to resist that magnetic pull of the past that seeks to remind us of who we are not deserving of becoming and what we are not worthy of having. 
too many of us get stuck in that cycle and those old loops and tapes from what our parents told us, from what uh, our, our friends told us, from the real experiences we've had with hardship and heartbreak. And we believe that that is all we will ever have if we stay inside the magnetic field where the past can pull us back. The other thing that can pull us off track are distractions. And that includes things like fear. So the anxiety you have may be even related to the realities uh, that you've lived through and suffered through. Those can cause you to be fearful of situations that look anything like they're going to put you at risk of those same hard experiences and, and hardships. And fear has a way of making you feel like it's a familiar and friendly sensation trying to keep you safe. Don't buy into that sense of safety because many times it is disguising fear. A fear that if you move from where you are, you're going to be criticized. If you move from where you are, you're going to be alone. If you move from where you are, you're going to fail. And so the safest, most comfortable place to be is right where you are, never moving or or another distraction to pull you off track could really be your relationships. It could also be your relationship with technology. So spending so much time online, observing the lives of others, measuring yourself against their success and their experiences, that can lead you astray. Allowing too many people to speak over your life, people who don't understand who you are, the power that is within you and the ambition and potential that can be unlocked, telling you, what you will never have and discouraging you from taking risks and ascending to new heights. So those things can pull you off the track entirely. Your past can pull you back and your distractions can take you off the track entirely. But there's a, there's a third pull that we should all look to succumb to and that is the pull of purpose and the pull of the future, both being aligned because your purpose gives you a sense of constantly working towards something. There is a goal, there is an ambition, there is a direction, there is an outcome for which you are here on this earth. And until you are dead, you are continuously being pulled towards that purpose. So we first have to identify the purpose. If we are going to overcome these feelings of incompetence, we need to get clear on what our purpose is. And I have a whole training on how to discern the purpose, assess where you are, look at your life and see what it is telling you, what the, the data and the information available from your experiences is telling you about how you're using your time and how you actually should not be using your time. But beyond identifying your purpose, we have to know set clear goals to get there. So here is what I'm going to encourage you to do if at this point you are feeling incompetent, if you are not uh, seeing any traction and building any momentum towards your goals, here is what you can do right now to start generating that sense of clarity and consistency and boosting your sense of self-confidence. The first thing that you will have to do in order to feel more confident in yourself is to start delivering results. Until you are delivering results, you're not going to feel confident and you're not going to feel sure because confidence comes because of results, because of outcomes, because of evidence and proof of your worthiness, which means you have to get to work. You have to get to work generating results and showing yourself that you're not only planning to do and you don't, have the, don't only have the potential to do, but you are doing and you have done. So what does that mean? Identifying a goal that you want to achieve 
this month or within the next 30 days. What is that goal? It must align to your sense of purpose and something that you're truly passionate about achieving. What is the thing that you want to achieve within the next 30 days? And then once you're clear on that goal, you move now to your micro steps to get there. So by week one of your 30 days, what is the key outcome you're looking for? Week two, what is the key outcome or the key performance indicator? Week three, what is the key outcome? And by week four, you should be at the goal for your 30-day period. Your next task is to put in every single solitary day an action that brings you closer to that goal, a goal-focused action, not something that is nice to do, not something that you have always done, not something that people tell you you should do, but something that is aligned with that week one goal that you're trying to accomplish, that 30-day vision of success that you're trying to arrive at. Put a goal in your calendar every single day, an action in your calendar every single day that's going to bring you closer to that goal. And at the end of every week, and this rounds off this first step around building your own confidence, at the end of every week, you must stop to review what you have done. So if you said for the week, the first week, you're going to paint the room blue and day one was to review color palettes and day two was to go out and purchase the paint and day three, you started testing and making sure you had all the tools and doing the swatches on on your wall. And then day four, you're committing completely to painting. And day five, you're allowing it to dry. And day six, you're doing the touch-up. By day seven, you should have looked back to see what you did each and every day to accomplish this goal of the week of painting the room or painting the house. So pick a goal for the 30 days. Break the goal down into weekly um accomplishments or KPIs. And then every single day you commit to a task that is relevant to your achieving that goal. That's the first thing. Give yourself evidence that you are actually successful at what you're doing. And so in order to do that, you must set aside a a time in your weekly calendar. On the weekend is preferred. I love to use Sundays to review what I did for the week, because at the end of the week, you can do so much and feel so tired that you feel like you failed just because you're so exhausted, just because there are other things that came up that you didn't get to tackle. Some things that fell on your plate and are still there because you weren't even able to eat all the frogs. But if you stop to think about the key goal that you had set when the week started, while you didn't get to accomplish every single solitary thing that you could have done, if the thing that you planned to do, you actually did, sometimes you won't even realize it if if you don't stop at the end of the week and review uh, the actions that you had taken over the course of that week. So always set aside time. For- That's it for this episode of Good Gas Mondays. I want to thank you for listening and being a part of our community. And if this episode has struck a chord with you, please leave us a review wherever you are listening to your podcast and give our podcast a rating. I'd also ask that you share this podcast with two persons, this specific episode with two persons who you know may be feeling discouraged right now, confused about their next steps and uncertain certain and untrusting, untrusting of themselves to do what is required to transform their lives. We're in a season of change, but the change is possible if we are clear on why we want what we want, who we must become to get what we want, and what we have to continue doing in order to get what we want. So if there's somebody entering their season of change and you can tell they're a little timid, a little fearful, a little distrusting, and 
bread. Share this with them. This might be just what they need to add some good gas to their tank and power through to that space of transformation. Thank you so much for listening and I wish for you a blessed week, an exciting second quarter and a 2021 on purpose. I'm Crystal Tomlinson and it is my pleasure to pour powerfully and positively into your life. Love and blessings. <laughs>